You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Nomi Safran Han. Nomi, thanks so much for talking with me today. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor and a pleasure to share my work with you. I feel the same, Nomi. Let's talk about your, your work. Where are you showing now? You're showing in the south of France. Is that correct? Yes, I have um, a solo show in Bonisson Art Center, which is about 45 minutes out of Aix-Provence, uh, close to Marseille. And it's, I just came back. I was there in June to, for the opening. It was very exciting to see the work in a different location and different place. And what, what was the name of the show, and what are you showing now? It's called Soft Power, and it's a mix of about, there's like 15 pieces, different sizes, different, uh, small, from like 12 by 12 inches to larger, 72 by 42 canvases. Um, and the show, you know, Soft Power, I know it ha- it, I borrowed it from like diplomacy, but for me, the idea of like, the materials I use, cement and lace, and mixing them with the photograph, and the idea of the powerfulness, the power of materials, but the, the power of cement, but then the softness of the lace, and then thinking about gender too, and how you know women are supposed to be soft, but we're also powerful, and and men are supposed to be powerful, but not not to show softness. So this idea of soft power is kind of thinking about these concepts in the painting, too. And so the paintings were using those materials as, as you have before, and was there a particular uh, narrative to this show, or did this grouping present a, yeah, a narrative of some kind? Because often they are um, very specific, aren't they? Right. I think what's... Um, I think the... Um, when I work... Um, there's the a kind of a, it's like I build my own sandbox. So in a way, it's open enough. The sandbox is big enough to be very open. And some of the works are very abstract. And then some of the works are more kind of specific of a room or a building or a space. But the sandbox, you know, still has a, a box. It's still kind of inside the topic that I'm interested in. So on the one hand, the work is very specific. It comes from my interest in my homeland or where I grew up in Haifa and the history of Israel and Palestine and the conflict, the ongoing conflict that is going on there. And that's my kind of specific, you know, maybe framework. But the box is wide enough that it allows other things to come in to play. And so I hope when the viewer meets the work, whether it's in a gallery in, in New York, the show I had in, in January in, in Slag Gallery in Chelsea in New York, or whether it's in Bonisson in the south of France, these audiences are obviously very different. And I hope the work communicates to them uh, into their own relationship to their home, to their past, the relationship to the communities and, and ideas about belonging and displacement. 
So let's talk about that show. And so both of those shows, of course, address those issues, um, but they're different shows and different work. Soft Power is the one currently in France, and Tight Connections at Sly Gallery was the one before that. Um, right. How is it? Is there? Do you see themes between Slag and and Bonisson? Is there? Is there? It's a different selection of paintings, of course. Do you see that as a, a different narrative in any way? In a way, I kind of I um, joke, and I always say I've been making the same painting for the last like twelve years. Hmm. Oh, you know, thirteen years. For me, I I kind of I kind of invented this language where each painting is unique, but they all belong to the same family. So it allows me to kind of, you know, in a way, I want to say not worry about the overarching, you know, uh, narrative. Just focus on the individual paintings. But each painting is a sequence to the last one and they have a kind of an inherent connection a little bit like siblings you know each you know siblings that come biological from the same parents can be extremely different right right <laughs> but but, they, but these but these also are based in photographs so the photographs you're saying are also right. have a relationship right. and, as and, well and the, the photographs have yeah the photographs have relationship usually they're all from the same site but the photographs themselves can be quite different. Uh, you know, if I make a close-up, if I get close to a wall, then it becomes totally abstract about shapes and color, and you don't even recognize maybe that a wall. It just becomes like, you know, this flat surface. And then pushing and pulling with the material, with the cement poking out and the lace and the colors and the edges between what is the photograph and what is the material and then I also use acrylic paint so then the flatness becomes this kind of is challenged by the materiality of the work and so and the work really shifts you know it can be very abstract because we're focusing on a piece of wall or it can be very pictorial and a spatial piece where you could see a room you could see a view out the window you can sense a you can sense a specific place. And, and other works, also both in Bonisson and in the show Tight Connection at Slag, I had pieces that had no photography in them and paintings that I just used the cement and lace pattern to create a pictorial uh, image or space. And for me, it's really important that in these shows, there's always kind of, they oscillate between the photo photography pieces that are more pictorial and kind of give the viewer a sense of place and a specific place. Even if the viewer can't name the place, I think the, pho the photographic work, those paintings kind of are very specific and so you feel it. And next to them, there's these abstractions. And so for me, it's always important that both exist together because I'm very worried about abstraction <laughs> because I want to wait. I, I'm, I'm really... I'm very attracted to beauty and to kind of making beautiful pieces, but I always worry about losing, you know, the threads to the world we live in and to making work that has this embedded meaning in it. So I think having these two pieces, these two kinds of work together creates a 
a whole world for the viewer to enter. Well, the abstractions, the, the ones next to them that you're saying, it's kind of a, almost a reduction, right? It's less information. It's, it's, it's harder to grasp in a way. Is, is that right. how you see them? I mean, I mean for the viewer, yeah, the viewer. It's, it's, yeah. it's that a memory is a, almost to me like a memory that's slipping away, you know. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, memory is slipping away. And, and I, I find that the work that's more photographic-based or is more specific gives you keys like the keys to unlock the abstraction, if you'd like. <laughs> um, I, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's true. And, um, you know, the, the, so the sense of home continues to pervade all this work. That's, that's uh, your relationship geographically to your home continues to pervade the work. Is that correct? Yeah, although I think with the show Tight Connection, like the, the title of the show, I named it Tight Connection because... You know, I've been in the U.S. for a really long time now, and I've started kind of to assimilate, you know. And so in a way, one would assimilate meaning feel more like I'm local to, to New York or to the U.S., right? Uh, although I would say, you know, I, I really love Estelle Parel. Sorry, I'm going on a tantrum here. But she says you are local to many places, right? Like the idea of being feeling at home both in New York and Brooklyn in my Crown Heights studio and apartment and feeling very at home in Haifa where I grew up at my mother's house. Right? Both of these locations became home for me. So the idea in tight connection was try to make connections between certain you know, policies and politics that I see similarities between those localities. I mean, it's interesting that that's so interesting that you mentioned also Esther Perel, who that's fine. I'm a fan of hers, and and now Tight Connections also seems to be about relationships in that context. Esther Perel, yes, of course, is absolutely. so much about relationships, yes. and yes. brilliantly so. And <laughs> she's amazing. Yes. Um, yes so do you see that as too? Because of course, in these in these rooms and in these homes, often they're 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 empty. But um, yeah, it seems that we're talking about relationships too, right? Right. And they are, they are stage sets maybe for what happens in the home, right? In a way, they are the kind of remnants of, um, you know, of people fleeing or leaving because of war and then dilapidation of, you know, not taking care of their house. And it's, it's so interesting you bring this up because my, my show prior to Tight Connection at SLAG was titled All My Lovers. Mm-hmm. And... I thought that that name was surprising because one would expect a show with such a title to have figurative work. And of course, the body of work I showed in that solo show was similar in the same, you know, in relationship to what is shown now. And I like this idea that I was talking all of a sudden, are they, all my lovers, are we talking about people, paintings, you know, what is those relationships, right? Um, and, you know, the, in a way, it's ironic. I'm very interested in, 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 you know, politics. And politics is all about human relationships and how we live together or separately. But yet I chose to use an architectural language. I'm, I'm painting, making works that is about the environment we live in and not about ourselves or a portrait of the people, you know, bearing these policies or making these decisions, right? But it, it's I like that. Yeah, I, 
I like that. So, I mean, in that show, All My Lovers, and, and in the context of Esther Perel and the architecture you're talking about, there's so much room for also the viewer to um, project into these in a sense. You know, I mean, the, 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 the materiality is, is, is very sensual in, in all of those. I don't know if you saw a theme running through that show, but, um, but it, you know, it, 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 it seems also, you know, um, that that show was was somehow uh, not about figures, but, but yeah, about relationships, the pipes together and, you know, other things right. in there. Uh, yeah. There's woven it's things. It's also about, yeah, relationships also between materials and relationship between, you know, what is true and what is false. Like some of these works I use, one, it's, I have a few pieces that have two panels in the piece and one panel in the photograph, and then the other panel tries to mimic the photograph, you bring up the pipe. The pipe is a great example of one side of the painting is an image of pipes on a wall, and then I try to recreate that image with the material itself on the panel on the, on the left. And this idea of also what is, you know, what is true and what is false, and what do we believe in, and what you know, it's fake, it's painting, you know, we believe paintings are an illusion, photography is the truth, but in my work maybe it kind of flips. And so, you know, there's a lot of relationship is just a good word to have because it exists in so many levels. Well, because you're, there's a relationship with the painting too, of course, in a way, I mean, one way of reading the show is all the paintings are your lovers. There's a they're very sensual works, uh, the, the difference in materials and the way you're working them. There's, uh, I mean, can I say that? They're, they're all very sensual, right? They're sculptural yeah, yeah. there. You, you, your hand is in everything there. Um, right. Yeah. And I encourage people to go see them because when you see them online or on, you know, on a flat screen, it's just very difficult to experience that tactility or that materiality and kind of the there's like a skin almost feeling you know there's no skin because there's no figures again but there's this feeling of the surface being punctured of the of of the painting things so this is why this is why it's so important to see the work right which is you know um such a post-pandemic thing because of course during the pandemic rarely was work seen in person and now it seems like, like a revelation almost, but, but it's always been necessary, of course, and with your work especially, to get up close to it, as you're saying, is something completely different than seeing it online, right? It's a completely different experience, physically, really. Yeah. 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 And, and for me, especially, you know, using photography, you know, I, 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 wasn't, ha- I wasn't satisfied with just the photograph, so the act, you know, it's kind of ironic that at the end of the day, people do see photographs because they, you know, when we see images online, they are photographs of actual paintings or objects, right? So there was a reason mm-hmm. why I didn't stay in photography and I, I, I wanted to take these extra, you know, steps and processes of, of processing and, you know, destroying the photograph, making the painting, you know, adding the materiality into the image. And, and what's happening in, um, 
you know, after after the show in France, are there, are, do you have future plans for other work, or is there something specific happening in your studio now that would be for the future? Uh, yeah, I, I make my own frames, so I've built a bunch of frames over the summer, and I'm planning um, a new series. I mean, again, the continuation of this uh, project and um, making more work. And I'll have a show in France at the end of the year in Paris. So that would be... And, and, and where is that show at the end of the it's year? It's going to be at Rx Gallery. Rx Gallery. Uh, I work with them and with SLAG in collaboration. They have a space in Paris. Very good. Well, Naomi, it's been wonderful talking to you about your work. I want to ask you one more question, which is, what are you reading at the moment? Um, I, uh, I just visited Israel this summer, and my mom gave me a book um, called The Daughter... Who, no, Whose Daughter Are You? Like, Who's Your Mother? But the title is <laughs> Hebrew. The, the book is in Hebrew. It's about Israeli, um, the feminist movement in Israel, but by Mizrahi, Mizrahi Jewish women. So not women who came from the Arab world and not from Europe and their struggle for equality and equity in Israel. That's so interesting and something we don't hear about much you know, here in, in, in the West, that particular struggle, which must be completely different from across of the struggle in the West, the struggle that uh, women but, went through and are still going through in the United States. Right. I think that it's it's similar. That's kind of funny going back to the tight connection, the equivalent to the American feminist movement. The histories, I would say, I'm kind of reading about um, women of color struggle within, right? Because Israel has also this kind of racist. I mean, I think racism exists in every culture, and sexism exists in every culture, right? But it manifests itself a little bit different depending on their country and culture. Um, so it's been very interesting to read and just also my, you know, my connection to where I come from is... Um, well, and, and the title of the book and your mother giving you that book is yeah. great too, you know. Um, I love that. Nomi, what was the writer of that book? Uh, Yali Hashash. Uh, Nomi, yes. I want to thank you thank so much for, for talking thank to me today. So it's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. <laughs>